This your boy Bella D. I got my partner face in the building. Welcome to Bagging Us Girl. And we got a special guest on the show today. We got Jamil, my man IOG. We're going to bring him on and we're going to talk about his new album. What's up, man? Hello? Hello? Oh, yeah. What's going on, man? No, much just making it. Oh, so what's been up, man? You been good? Yep, welcome to the show, man. Oh man, thank y'all for having me, man. I've been I've been good, man. Just maintaining, man. How you guys doing? Oh, we doing good. We doing good out here. We safe, so we all right. Yes, sir. So man, you got a new product from out here. You know what I'm saying? You got a new product in the streets, and you got a new movie coming out, man. You want to talk about that for a minute? Oh yeah, man. Um, uh, I got a I got a project, man, that I'm a. Uh, with music that I'm looking to put out, like, uh, maybe, like, in the new year, like, the beginning of the new year. Okay. Um, right now, uh, we focus on the attention on the short film that we did, uh, me and, uh, Detroit native, Anton Crowboy Bill. Okay. Um, we, we hooked up into the short film together called Demonic Thoughts. Demonic Thoughts. Okay, what's that yeah. film about? Well, it's, it's basically about, um... It basically has to do with like how how an individual um can come from a a background of violence and street things and attempt to change their life all the way, but then those things and temptation to do the things that they fought so hard to get away from present themselves right back before them and cause a mental conflict. Okay, understandable, understandable. Almost everyday conflicts like people go through, ups and downs. All right, understandable. Yeah. I like that synopsis. So do y'all got a um, soundtrack y'all working on, or you um, just working on your new album project? Well, um, the, 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 the film is a short film. It's only about 45 minutes long, mm-hmm. but we only got uh, one song, one actual song for the film. That's the one that um you sent over to me. Oh no, you, you know what? Nope, I didn't. Uh, the new music I don't have uh, available yet. Um, in MP3 format, I gotta get back in. I'm still in the process of getting everything mixed and mastered at Underground Productions. Right, okay. with Kevin. But uh, I said, I'm sorry. No, you over at the studio with Kevin at Underground Production. Yeah, yeah, man. Uh, I met him through a, a mutual, a mutual friend between me and you. They, they both in the SOB. Every uh, since I've been met him today, man, uh, I ain't been trusting nobody to uh, get my music quality together. But Kev, okay, that's all. What's up? Yeah, Kev, good people. Oh yeah. So, um, I'm finna get into this. I'm finna get into this new song that you had sent over. And we're going to sit back, listen to it real quick. Then we're going to make it happen from that point. All right, cool, cool. Look inside my mind, you'll find so many mental scars. If you could look inside my mind, you'll find so many mental scars. Look inside my mind, you'll find, you'll find. I've been through things in my life that I felt was hard, which led me to the point of being mentally scarred. I've been through things in my life that I felt was hard, which led me to the point of being mentally scarred. So say a prayer for me, and a seed for me. Say a prayer for me, and a seed for me. Say a prayer for me, and a seed for me. Say a prayer. 
in my mind. That's why I'm standoffish and laid back a lot of times. You feel loyalty's an endangered species more than koala bears. So I don't shake the dice no more. I play it safe and fair. Relationship failures left me empty and brokenness. So by the time I met my wife, I had low emotions. That's real. Guarding my chest, I wasn't trying to be cold. But I couldn't take the sorrow no more of being left cold. You understand? I went to church to break away from the beat. But some of the things I seen run parallel to the streets. in my life that I felt was hard, which led me to the point of being mentally scarred. I've been through things in my life that I felt was hard, which led me to the point of being mentally scarred. So say a prayer for me, and a seed for me. Say a prayer for me, and a seed for me. Say a prayer for me, and a seed for me. Say a prayer for me, and a seed for me. If you look inside my mind, you find so many mental scars. And every time I close my eyes, I re-envisioned the time my mother died right before my eyes. I've been through things that you wouldn't believe, but I just kept it to myself because it wouldn't no need to proceed. I believe that I needed therapy. Was no peace and no drink and no peace in THC. Someone said it don't hurt growing up with no pot. I would say it's no effect. That's not true, so I'm not. I've been broke on my knuckles eating noodles out of cup, so I budget every buck. Cause I'm scarred from having nothing full of hurt. in my life that I felt was hard, which led me to the point of being mentally scarred. I've been through things in my life that I felt was hard, which led me to the point of being mentally scarred. So say a prayer for me, and a seed for me. Say a prayer for What's up, man? That was some nice heat you got going on there, man. Oh, man, I, man, I appreciate y'all showing love, man, and, and spending it today, man. Oh, for no sure, doubt, for man. sure. Thank you for coming. So, hey, how did your journey in music start? Uh, it started, um, it started as a young child, maybe like, uh, maybe like when I was in the first grade. Okay. Um, I just used to like the right poetry, uh, a lot of that that rhyme, um, and from that point, um, I, I grew up as a young man with uncles that was real into hip hop, and uh, so you grew up what in they used to family? do every. So you grew up, yeah, in yeah. They family? were, uh, well, no, they, they, well, I, my uncles actually used to rap all the time. They used to have these. They used to meet in my mother's basement with like maybe like 10 or 15 of their friends. My uncle used to spin instrumentals off of the albums and they just used to pass the mic around and rap. And uh, that one day I sat down with one of my uncles and uh, let him know that I was interested in that. And uh, he sat down with me and showed me that, hey, uh, write, write your rap out first to the beat and then I'm going to let you rap it on the mic and I'm going to record you. And uh, from that point, I, I grew an interest in it. Then one of my uncles actually uh, took me to a recording studio, and uh, he kind of like forced me to rap because he heard I've been uh, writing raps and, and recording myself rapping. So he 
took me, came and got me one week, took me to the studio, put me in front of the mic, and kind of like forced me to rap. And then he the one who gave me the actual um, confidence to to try. Okay, that's what's up. That's what's up. So, um, so what out of all of that? What inspires you the most? Right now, uh, right now, what inspires me uh, is my 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 belief and my faith in God, and my motivation. Uh, you know, continue to do music uh, that's transparent. Hey, um, real quick, with with that, you said your faith in God and everything like that. How do you feel that yes. when people feel that? you know, hip-hop should not belong in gospel music, and how did that personally affect you and your opinion on that? Um, uh, me, me, me and S.O.D. ran across a situation like that. I don't really want to, I don't want to name the person that, that kind of gave us that, um, kind of like vibe, but... I respect it. I kind of feel that... It's it's a message and everything, whether it's good or whether it's bad. So, like, if I choose to bring a positive message that glorifies God as I'm rhyming on top of a beat, I don't see nothing wrong with it. You know what I'm saying? Like, everything everything can be used for a good way or a positive way, you know? Okay. I respect that. Okay, so out of curiosity, um, and you know, when it comes to musical instruments, what's your favorite uh, musical instrument, and tell me why? Well, it's it's strange because I haven't been around this instrument in a long time, but uh, the the bongo used to be my favorite instrument, even though I haven't been around it in a while, just to be able to play some beats with our hands as kids. We we had a bongo club at my school when I was in elementary that I always wanted to be around. And I was just fascinated by the way that that the guys would be able to make music with their hands with the bongo. Okay, that sounds nice. Yeah, kind of thank you. So, uh, yeah, man. if you weren't in the music, what would your career path be? Uh, what, 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 what would you do? Uh, well, if I if I wasn't into music or focused on music too much, I know I would be involved with something that has to do with current Whether it was like anything that has to do with writing, because I always had an interest in like expressing myself creatively through writing. Um, so even if uh, like like say for instance, even if music was to never take off or go anywhere. I still would be the fulfillment out of expressing myself and writing, whether it be me trying to write a story, whether it be me trying to write a poem or a rap. You so, know, I just love uh, writing. So either way, you just as long as you trying to get a message out there in some shape, form, or fashion, huh? Yeah, yeah. You know, like sometimes, uh, sometimes like to express yourself, to express myself creatively and writing is a form of therapy to me. Um, that's one of the things that um, my partner Dave, Dave Bowden, SOD says to me all the time that, hey, like, use this music as a form of therapy to yourself. So sometimes we actually talking to ourselves or getting things off of our chest um, to give us a form of relief. And then it's sometimes we just doing it uh, just for fun, just because we get a thrill off of the creative juices. 
okay, you say you um you like doing the writing. So if you drop an album or a movie, will we see a book that you written come along with it also? You know, um, I got another person named Ron, Ron Elliott. Uh, Ron Elliott, he he uh, he actually wrote three, no, two books already, and he also in the process of writing another one. Okay. And uh, he he motivated me to start writing and have thoughts about writing a book. Um, I actually started writing a book about how I overcame, how I was over the, how I was able to bear with and overcome the death of my mother. Oh, okay. But that may be something that uh, come later down the line because I noticed that it's a lot of people um, that have a hard time moving forward after the loss of uh, of a parent. Some people just never are the same after that. But, you know, I just wanted to let people know how I was able to continue to live and push forward after losing that main figure in my life, you know. Yeah, yeah. You know what, man? I'm really sorry about your loss on that one. Oh, I appreciate it, brother. No problem. No problem. So, um, out of curiosity, what would be your suggestion for the newcomers? Um, I would say for like a a newcomer that's introducing themselves to music, uh, don't limit yourself to what everybody else set the standard to be. Don't limit yourself to the song structure that people say that a song should be structured, like do how you feel because the, when you're doing things the way that you feel like you should do things and when you're doing things the way that you want to do it, nobody else can do that. Um. So as an artist, you know what I'm saying, do you think, um, in your personal opinion, do you feel that you should come out and sign with a label or do it independently and what's your take on that well right now uh right now uh in today's times i think it's too many avenues for uh up-and-coming artists or any artist to go to actually have to do a record deal because you know you got um you got digital outlets uh, that you can distribute your music on through, like, you know, like a lot of people use DistroKid, Rapper Union, uh, Bandcamp. These people get your music on um, all streaming and digital outlets just for a fraction um, of the proceeds. Mm-hmm. So basically, like, all the person would really need help with is uh, the promotional side of things. So uh, in today's times, I don't really think, in my opinion, that a person need an actual record label anymore. So you see an independent, pretty much. You talking yeah. About yeah. Okay. Got you. So, but yeah. I think like sometimes if a person is associated with um, a prominent record label, like it could. It, it it most definitely can help the exposure. Like, say, for instance, like if somebody uh, uh, gets associated with one of the bigger names in hip hop, like say Eminem or one of those guys, it could help get more exposure. To have that marketing machine behind them. Right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So now, dig this here. Out of all the musicians in the world, who would you think would be a great collab for you? 
that's ready to grow. I'm, I'm going to say that. You sound like a patient artist, and you sound like you have some wisdom in you, man. Man, you know, I, I feel like, I feel like, um, you know, I've been, I, I kind of, I've been doing music for like a long time, and uh, I just feel like um, I just re- reached a content space where I just feel like no matter what happens, and no matter where this thing ends for me, I will feel okay knowing that, hey, uh, I tried the best that I could try. That's all you could ask of yourself. That's all you could really ask of yeah, yourself sir. out here, man. Looks like you got a message and, you know what I'm saying, you trying to get out there to the people that, you know what I'm saying, for me, from the things that I heard from you and the group that you was with, the um, Sons of Thunder and y'all past group, you know what I'm saying? The um Gideon crew, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. The stuff that y'all put together, you know what I'm saying? It's like to me, you know what I'm saying? It was hard for me getting back into church, but slowly as I started listening to other groups and stuff, and I started seeing like it's more relatable when I'm so, I'm used to listening to hip hop. You know what I'm saying? It's not like yeah. the same old old church music where everybody clapping and, you know, shouting and things like that. You know what I'm saying? Because oh, yeah. honestly, that that first song that y'all had that's on the Gideon Crew album. I still listen to it to the day. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It, the, the two top songs to me that's on the, that album was The Product and Road. You know what I'm saying? Those two are the ones that kind of jumped oh, out. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? Those two are the two songs that jumped out to me and just like, okay, all right, I'm cool with this. Man, those days, uh, those days was like real, real fun, man, because... Um, like 
like I ran across, you know, that's I had just met Dave. I want to say like uh, it maybe was like two thousand six, two thousand and seven, mm. and uh. And then, you know, of course, we, uh, I already knew, uh, Elder Day. And, uh, but Dave was like the guy that, like, I always wrote music and stuff like that around the time before the Gideon crew started. Right. But Dave was like the guy that was like more, he had more experience than me and he had, uh, he had more tricks up his sleeve than me. So, like, uh, he taught me about, uh, ways of constructing songs and I learned about bridges through him and stuff like that like he had kind of like uh, when me and him was working together on those projects he kind of like uh, motivated and helped me to get better than what I was man and uh, I ain't gonna lie man them was some good times uh, man, back like in the Gideon have, crew days man it sounded like you haven't took a flashback to what memory when I brought that out <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, because we we had good times because that that first that first album we did, um, like we we did the album so fast it was crazy. We was getting the beat like we we got the beat. Then me and him would be on the phone rapping the verses over the phone. We did the album so quick, and then it was like it was fun. It was exciting, and uh, we got that first album done like so quick, man, like. It it was just it just flowed it just flowed man. Then the second one we uh we kind of did the second one piece by piece uh-huh. the the product album. Right. But yeah, man, those days, man, those were some real good times because our mind was just focused on like, man, let's just talk about uh, where we came from. You know what? To be honest, you know what I'm saying. I'm gonna be 100 with you right now. You know what I'm saying. I didn't even yeah. know it was 66 books in the Bible until. Dave had dropped that verse, you know what I'm saying? Then I catch <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Real talk, you know what I'm saying? Then I'm at work, you, you know what I'm know. saying? Okay. I'll be at work and I'll just be singing to myself. I'll be like, oh, roll D, reach out and deliver. I was like, wait a minute, hold on. Then I had to think, like, where did I hear that from? Then I'm like, oh, man, it just hit me like, oh, okay, okay, I'm tripping. I'm tripping. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, man. He said 1186 chapters to get you hooked in these 66 books. <laughs> Wow! Wow! Okay. Uh, yeah, man. Dig that. That's 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 nice. Um. Okay. So, who's your favorite artist of all time? Uh. Uh. As far as just like hip hop in general. Your favorite artist, period. Or period. Um, coming up, coming up as a kid, my favorite um solo artist was Tupac. Okay, you said Tupac. And, what was uh, Tupac's first album? Tupac's first album, uh, Tupac Lives Now. Okay, because a lot of people don't know that. Everybody keeps screaming all eyes on me. Everybody Digital Underground. <laughs> oh, that's the uh, so Millennium Babies that to say that. Right, you know what I'm saying? They talk about his, Tupac, his first album was Machiavelli. Nah, what? it was not Machiavelli. What? That was like nah, man. What? <laughs> oh, so the first was the last one? Right, you know what I'm saying? People really don't know. You know what I'm saying? That, that I, I don't even want to really get too deep off into that because some people say Tupac wasn't a good rapper or don't know how to flow. You know. What I'm okay, saying? so being that Tupac was your favorite, um, now mm-hmm. who was your who was your who was your uh, most influence on you as far as the music career? 
Like the most influential? Yeah. Um, man, uh, most influential, uh, Master P. Huh? Master P, uh. What makes Master P influential on you? Huh? What makes him the most influence on you? Uh, man, cause, man, I was, uh, I was like in middle school. Uh, when Master P came out, man, and uh, I don't know what it was, man, but when I found out, I liked the beats and I liked the music, but then when I found out that uh, he was the, he was like the head of the label and he was the one putting down all the plays, he was the one putting everybody on, like, he was like a symbol of hope to me, like, man, I could be in charge of something one day, you know? So it's not was it his music that caught your attention or was it, the was it his for the hustle or the business side of it all? Uh first it first it was the music cuz I used to like uh I used to like them beats by the Palm Beats and uh man it was beats by the ton. I, <laughs> Come on man. <laughs> yeah man. Dropping beats by the ton. I just think Master P man he that that stretch he had man he got a lot he got a lot done in that stretch, and he helped out. He got a lot of people on, so like that—that's why. That's why he was one of my big influences. Hey, I respect that. In two ye- two to three years, he dropped eighteen gold and platinum or double platinum albums. So, hey, man, you know what? Even though I'm not a fan of his, I gotta respect that. That business side is a definite respect as an entrepreneur. Brings a whole new means oh, yeah. to extreme hustle. Right. Hundred percent. Okay, so um check this out. If you had one message to give to your fans, what would it be? Um man, I just will let them know like, hey, this next uh project that I'm gonna try to get out in January. Yeah. I'm a I I plan on taking them to a place place in my mind where I ain't never took nobody before. Tell us about the project a little bit. Well, this uh, this next project, uh, music project, is called uh, The Dark Place. The Dark um, Place. Okay. Yeah, and this is where, like, I'm, because, uh, like, to me, music is the closest thing to having a conversation with somebody uh that you can have that you can get to me, you know what I'm saying? So like I feel like with the stuff that that I'm getting ready getting ready now, uh I'm letting them into like my mind, letting them into how I think sometimes, uh letting them into uh what I go through emotionally, um just expressing like me transparently more than I ever did before. Man, being therapy through words, huh? Yes, sir. That's what's up. So do you have, if you got fans that can reach out to you or get in touch with you, or, you know what I'm saying, just check for new up-and-coming music, do you got, like, an Instagram, Twitter, website that you want to put out there for them? Facebook page? Yeah, I got a, um, my, my Instagram page is uh, Joe Mel Williams. Um, my Facebook uh, page is uh, Joe Mel Williams, the IOG. 
Okay, if somebody wanted to do a guest appearance, you got a manager or something that can get in touch with you, or you gonna drop a direct line or something, or send an email or something to it like that? Man, I, I feel like uh, I, I ain't working with no managers or nothing right now. It's just strictly me. Um, but anybody, like as long as, long as it's a uh, good, good, strong, positive, and transparent and stuff, uh-huh. man, I'm down to do it, man. My uh, just hit my email, man, Joe Mel Williams eighty five at gmail dot com. That's what's up. That's what's up. Y'all heard him, y'all. I respect it. All right, but before we get, before we let you go, man, we're gonna play this song one more time, and we're gonna be rolling up out of here, man. Oh yeah, for sure, man. And man, I appreciate uh, y'all considering having me and giving me the time and kicking it with me today, man. I really appreciate. it. Yep, and again, man, thank you for being on the show, man. Be safe out there. No dollars, Detroit for life. All right, brother. Peace. Look inside my mind, you'll find so many mental scars. If you could look inside my mind, you'll find, you'll find. If you could look inside my mind, you'll find so many mental scars. If you could look inside my mind, you'll find, you'll find. I've been through things in my life that I felt was hard, which led me to the point of being mentally scarred. I've been through things in my life that I felt was hard, which led me to the point of being mentally scarred. So say a prayer for me, and a seed for me. Say a prayer for me. Trail, build defenses in my mind. That's why I'm standoffish and laid back a lot of times. You feel loyalty's an endangered species more than koala bears. So I don't shake the dice no more. I play it safe and fair. Relationship failures left me empty and brokenness. So by the time I met my wife, I had low emotions. That's real. Guarding my chest, I wasn't trying to be cold. But I couldn't take the sorrow no more of being left cold. You understand? I went to church to break away from the beat. But some of the things I seen were parallel to the streets. Been renewed and redeemed, but it's still hard. After all of these years, I'm still dealing with mental scars. I've been through things in my life that I felt was hard, which led me to the point of being mentally scarred. I've been through things in my life that I felt was hard, which led me to the point of being mentally scarred. So say a prayer for me, and a seed for me. Say a prayer for me, and a seed for me. Say a prayer for me, and a seed for me. Say a prayer for me. The time my mother died right before my eyes I've been through things that you wouldn't believe But I just kept it to myself because it wouldn't no need To proceed, I believe that I needed therapy Was no peace and no drink and no peace in THC Someone said it don't hurt growing up with no pot I would say it's no effect, that's not true, so I'm not I've been broke on my knuckles eating noodles out of cup So I budget every buck cause I'm scarred from having nothing full of hurt But life brought me here in my life that I felt was hard, which led me to the point of being mentally scarred. I've been through things in my life that I felt was hard, which led me to the point of being mentally scarred. So say a prayer for me, and a seed for me. Say a prayer for me, and a seed for me. Say a prayer for me, and a seed for me. Say a prayer for me, and a seed for me. me. Alright man, before you get up out of here, I want to ask you a quick question. 
Is there yep. is there a way that um we can get another Sons of Thunder album? You know what? Uh, so man, lately, yeah, I think I think it, it's a bit good possibility it might happen because uh, like we've been uh, we've been collaborating um, and putting some stuff together. Um, and we we haven't got it all the way together yet, but they've been sending me verses uh, and working on. Some stuff recorded, and uh, he had been doing songs too. So it, it's a, I think it might happen for sure. Okay, that's what's up. All right, Ben, I'm gonna um, I gotta hit him up so I can get him on the show. Then when y'all halfway done with the project, I need y'all to come back on here to bring some more heat. You know what I'm saying? Because y'all all the door is open. Y'all got an open door to come by and stop by anytime. Oh yeah, man, I, I appreciate it, bro. And uh, I just want to thank y'all one more time, man. Allow me to be a part. All right, no doubt. This is Belly D signing off. This is John Face. All right, man, and we out of here. We'll holler at y'all next week. Peace.